You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's a beautiful Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. It is the next to last day of summer. Tomorrow being Labor Day is the official ending of summer. We're with you. With so you, you. you can't wear white. Man, that's so old. But I'm just asking. People, now, people wait, wait, purposely wait, 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 wear it. Garrett, get, get in here. Get in here. If, if you got real <laughs> light, light well, white pants, are you not going to wear them after tomorrow? Well, that's two questions. Does he have uh, them, first of all? I mean, I own some white things. Pants, I mean, he said. Do you have a pair of white pants? Of white pants. There you go, Sam. I have khakis. Okay, well, khakis, you wear them year-round, as you know. But, I'm, I mean, some people have something white or a white jacket. Do you actually know where that comes from? I don't know. So, I think it was I think it was Old England or wherever, but it was like it was like in the, the Industrial Revolution. Hey, wait, bring the music down. I want to hear this. We get yeah, this education. I love this stuff. So, it's, it was, I think it was during the Industrial Revolution, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the wealthy could wear, uh, or they wouldn't wear white or something like that afterwards because it would show dirt or something like that later on. And then, it, but most people couldn't afford to not wear white. And so, it's like if you chose not to, because you only have like one or two outfits. Yeah. Right. And so, it's like, I think it was. Um, yeah, so it's like they would show the dirt on their clothes because it was a summer outfit. So it shows it's like I have summer outfits versus fall outfits versus everything else. It was a sign of wealth. Okay. I, you know, as he says that, I'm thinking to myself, those are two things I don't think I've ever seen in a, a dated picture. Somebody wearing mm-hmm. white. Now, there's something called And they, win- don't, sm- uh, they don't smile either. There's something called winter white. That people say there's. Yeah. You but know, think about how many pictures you've seen of folks from back in the you know, turn of the century or whatever. Ain't none of them wearing white. No. And they ain't smiling. You know, no, really. Apparently, there wasn't much to smile about. <laughs> no, it's just it's a, it's a thing. Nobody smiled in pictures yep. back in the day. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Moving into the nine o'clock hour, we're already there. Good morning, Georgia. Morning, and a good morning to you folks in Union City. Wonderful Union City down below the airport. See, not Henry County though. No, it's Henry County. That's, that's Fulton County. Yeah, that's I know, but you've been saying I was hanging out in Henry well, County. You were in Henry morning. County for a couple of them there. Yeah, that's right. This is Henry County. This is you know, straight down uh, 85, 85. What you got to say about Union 85 City? They're waiting right for that nugget. There. Well, just different things about Union City. You want to buy a car? Get off always. the exit. You get <laughs> I always want to buy a car. You know, but, uh, but there are other nice things down that way. Folks, out, shout out to the folks down at Banneker High School, folks down at Hateville Charter High School. Um, that, that, that's what's in that area. I'm going to say something to you right now, and I want you to let me get through it because I forgot to mention it last segment, and it is a question. Okay. Have you seen Daniel Radcliffe lately? 
meaning Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Have you seen him he, he was lately? in something. What was he in? He's in. A, he's got a TV show, and it's in its fourth season. They just had the finale. This is why I'm asking you. Now, I don't follow him that much. I've never seen this show, The um, Miracle Workers, right? And so they had the finale. But it became a thing during this finale of what you saw. This dude is, like, ripped to the point. Harry Potter is looking like Wolverine, which is what they said he might get. (laughs) He took his shirt off, had some kind of crazy scene where he's like, but he's, like I said, ripped. And the speculation is that Daniel Radcliffe will be the next Wolverine. Taking over from, was it Hugh Jackman? Yeah, go look at that picture. So is that a possibility? Now, see, here's the thing. I'm I'm curious about will the people who follow this in Marvel accept him because, what, Hugh Jackman's like over six feet tall and, and Daniel Radcliffe is not. In fact, <laughs> he's, he's quite a bit under six feet. Again, but I don't know that that's not the character. One, and, and, and B, people might accept him because he's, you know, he's internationally known. You're right, right. I'm just saying, that was, that was surprising. Wasn't as surprising as what Dion and, and the Buffaloes did yesterday, but it was surprising. Oh, the you see that? You see that picture? How you do that, man? The Buffaloes. Wow. Uh, so, meet my new homie, as Dion said. <laughs> if you haven't seen the new Aflac commercial with him right. and him and uh, yeah, Nick Coach Saban. Saban, yep. You talk about a guy who now think about this. He he, he just kind of talking about size. Nick Saban doesn't seem as lofty as he did. The last couple of years, I don't mean literally, but he's looking up at Kirby. He's in, in them commercials now. He's looking level, if not up at Dion, personality-wise. Well, Dion personality got beat now. Personality, I'm but just that, saying, that's the thing, though. But that, that's 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 what makes you know Dion Sanders the outlier. That's what makes him absolutely the, the, the difference. But it allows him to do things that other people don't do. But how many years has it been since Alabama and Nick Saban? And I realize it's just one game. But still, the conversation over the last few weeks, they have been, oh, yeah, and let's talk about these guys over in Tuscaloosa because it's been about Georgia. It's been about what will they do. It's about what's going on out there in Boulder, Colorado. And it's about the movement of some of these other teams or the overall landscape of college football. Right. He does not dominate the conversation like he used to. That's really what I'm getting at. Yeah. And it's just been kind of interesting to watch. You mean Saban? Yes. Oh, you know, no. He doesn't, but, but he's in the conversation. He's in it, he, but he's, he doesn't He's not out of it. And he'll be in, he figures he'll be in the conversation when you talk about the picture for the championship. That's what the, to me, that's the main thing that he worries about. If you want to talk about him right now, if, if it's possible for Alabama to fly below a radar, yeah. he'll, he'll do it. And then in years past, that wasn't even possible. Um, but what we saw yesterday, I think, was a good start to the college football season. Just gave us conversations. You know, you, you know the way things are set up. It's set up for the same four or five teams to be contenders for the national championship. Four, five, six, if you want to throw. You know, that that's that's the kind of and, – and with the transfer portal and whatnot and, and NIL, they're going to stay there. I don't know. You know, you, right. you want to – you watch this year to see who takes the step toward breaking through and being there. Does Texas take that step this year on their way into the SEC? You watch for something like that. Who's taking the step as far as that goes? But this thing that happened with Colorado is something different, and it's given us a different reason to watch and, and a different type element. Who and, and because of the way it was constructed, the way it came together, it's not the traditional thing, especially for that level. You may do this at a Division two. 
You may do this at, at an HBCU as we've seen it done. Right. But to do that at this level, you just don't see guy put together a bunch of dudes and say, hey, let's go out and play a game. Because he's not you know? listening to the outside noise. That's another well, part of but, it too, but, right? But don't listen to the outside noise. But he's also got to get the right folk in place He does. Now. He does. You know, so he's gotten the right people in place. They didn't just reach into the just reach into the transfer portal and just pull anything out. Close your eyes, reach in and pull out. No, they didn't do no, that. No, he knew what he you was know doing. You know what I mean? So, so you got what needed to fill a certain need. He's got a line, and his line is better because that's the difference when you talk about power five teams mm-hmm. that win consistently. It's a, it's happening up front. The skill position guys are front. Tra- Travis Hunter, that's all well and good. He got some folk up front that's fighting. That, and that is what wins at that level, whoever it is, be it Georgia, be it Alabama, be it Ohio State, be it Michigan, Notre Dame, Southern Carolina, the folks that's basically the, the constant contenders for it. You throw in Oklahoma if you want to. They're winning, the, they're winning at the line. And so he's got some of that. Not saying he's got enough to win a national championship, but it was enough to get off to a good start yesterday and, uh, and be the team that we saw, you know, achieve last season. So, yeah, man, I, I, I think it gives us something else to look at. And something else to uh, to think about and have conversations about. And, and listen, we you got to believe that some of these coaches that are used to doing things a certain way are going to fade off into the sunset because they don't. You got NILs throwing monkey wrenches into what they're doing right now, and decisions being made by kids coming into certain programs. You got you now have a blueprint that's being made. I don't know that it's complete, but it's being made by Dion out there, and he came in uh, now. He came in not having to worry about boosters and all the other noise. He was he let it be known that he's going to do things his way. How many of these other coaches are going to change direction in midstream? Well, you got to be, be the right place, though. If you, exactly. If, if you're at a place that's had some success, that's a little less of that, you know, upward levity that you're going to get. But Colorado's been where they've been. Exactly. They have no choice but to let him do what he want to do, really. You know what I mean? If you want to make a difference and shake some things up, but if you're at a place that's had a degree of success, well, you're like, hey, you don't come in and tell us. You know, you got you got enough of those kind of boosters. They're going to say, well, you know, we we won a few games now. We don't need you to come in here. But, you know, his son just goes out there and, and uh, just puts all this. plus yards, I mean. Some, something our former colleague here didn't. You know what I mean? We're talking Cordell. Oh, yeah. You're right, right. Shout something, out to Cordell. My former, hey, that's right. Something my former it is colleague. five downs. You know what I mean? I, I, uh, I ought to give him a call. <laughs> Get Cordell on the phone, I call, man. I ought to call it, man. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, that's that, that's the other part of this. So it's being constructed differently, but it's doing. But remember, don't try this at home. It's like somebody else that has two girls and says, I'm going to do like Richard Williams, and y'all going to become great tennis players. Uh-uh, no. Well, let's you know, because play- what, what Richard Williams did was outside the box, and only he, only, only he going to do that because he knew that he had some superior athletes. They were going to be great at whatever. Venus and talking about Venus and Serena. Whatever, he, if they let them run track, they were going to be Olympians. Right. If they played basketball, they were going to be they were going to be great at whatever it was. It's tennis that he that, that he chose to get them. Give me a name as we talk about the biggest conference right now, as far as just making noise in the SEC here. Of the coaches that you can think of off the top here before we go into break, who do you think might take a page from that and and change direction first? Of the established coaches here, who would you suspect? might try a little bit of what Prime did out there in Colorado. I mean, they're all doing some of it. They're all transfer portal. I mean, I'm even, saying, even, I'm saying even, differently than, the, as you said, the traditional way if, if they, there was if, a coach. If they had a place where they've had some success, that's going to be difficult because you're going to be people who are going to remind you of, of of their way of doing things. To me, you got to be at a place that's, that's been struggling the way they have. 
what Deion Sanders is doing is not 100% sustainable. Look at what Mel Tucker did this a couple of years ago when they took he took Michigan State to the Peach Bowl. It's not something that you can do year over year because Travis Hunter is not always going to be in the transfer portal coming over to your school. Uh, Shadur Sanders is not always going to be in the transfer portal coming over to your school. You have to establish a pipeline to high school athletics. You must recruit the high school ranks. You are not going to be able to just consistently pull in a, a new team out of the transfer portal every year. It's just not a sustainable model. And having said that, and you're absolutely right, it's still the the approach of how he goes about doing his business out there, which I'm asking you guys. Supplementing your roster is different than building your roster every single year. And and my question again is, if we believe that sports is, not, is a copycat league, depending mm-hmm. on the sport, who will be that copycat or at least attempt some form of it in the SEC? That's what I was asking. We can come back and talk about this, but we got Miles Garrett coming up next for Fox 5. <laughs> Maybe we'll but he, probably, he got some thoughts about might it. Might have done, but we'll you get know, back to this absolutely. with Garrett. We're not done here yet. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, man, it's been all kinds of interesting little left turns this morning. Yeah. It's been a fun show, man. Yeah. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. Sam Greg on a very, very interesting and fun Sunday morning. Yeah, man. Third day of September. We appreciate you guys letting us be a part of your Saturday. And we thank our callers who called in. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are very passionate about Very passionate. We got a new one. And in the 7 o'clock hour, we tripped. Well, it's actually my fault because I went to ask Sam a question about NILs, and it morphed into a whole hour's worth of conversation. And those of you who called up, 404-726-0929. And we thank you. Yeah, won't it? Thank you, thank you, we thank you. We enjoyed it. Before we get to Miles, real quick here, I want to let you know that if you can't get in front of a TV, you can hear some college football this afternoon. Virginia Union versus Morehouse. They're up in Canton going to play at the Hall of Fame field. Was that the – That uh, is big. Is that, that is the – what you call it, the one named after Benson? Benson, mm-hmm. Tom Benson? Yep. Right. Well, the they're going to be playing. Hall of Fame. They're going to play there today. They are there, and pregame is at 3.30 and kick at 4 o'clock. So, mm-hmm. again, you got that one. And tomorrow, Clemson at Duke. Free game is 7.30, kick at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, right here on Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And of course, on Thursday, we have the opening of the NFL season mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Don't call my house, Sam, on Thursday night. Will not. Will won't, won't do it. it up. No, actually, it's the uh, <laughs> Lions at Kansas City. Right. We have the game for you here, free game, 7.30, and uh, kick at Ooh, 8.30. Right Lions. Here. Miles Garrett, Fox 5, friend of the show. Good morning, buddy. Morning, man. Good morning. Can't wait for Thursday. That's going to be a fun one. <laughs> really? What would you enjoy more? Do you think you enjoyed this Brave series out in Los Angeles or the first day, uh, the first game of the NFL season? Because this was a big weekend. Ooh, that's, that's, a good, that's a good one. I'm a big NFL guy, so I'll probably have to say the NFL, but, man, it is nice taking three out of four from the Dodgers. Um, I, I just, again, I wanted to get out of there with any th- sort of positivity and the fact that I don't care what happens today. I know Sam is, you know, he wants some other things. He wants to see some stuff, but I'm good right now. As long as we stay healthy, we get out of Los Angeles with the series win. Uh, what, St. Louis next? That's the one I'm actually worried about. Once they get back home, long road trip, a lot of emotion they have left on the fields. We saw this before when they did that at home and then went out to San, uh, Seattle 
and got it handed to him. So moving yeah. forward after this very important road trip, what would you like to see coming from this Braves team? Yeah, I mean, you, you basically touched on what I was going to say. They, 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 I feel like they do have a habit, not always, but sometimes this season, sort of playing to their competition. If it's a great opponent, you know, you, you see a performance like they're giving right now where they take three out of four and potentially sweep a four-game set against the second-best team in the National League, arguably the second-best team in all of baseball with all their star power. But then, like you said, you go – for another series at home, you know, they, you can argue they've honestly been better away than they have been at home against a, a Cardinals team that isn't usually what they are. So you, you want to see them at least take that series. You know, maybe not it won't be as dominant as taking a, a sweep, but you'd certainly like to see them win a series like that. That certainly is winnable. Uh, you got another Pirates series after that. I think they had some struggles the first time they played them out in Pittsburgh. Uh, but my eyes are actually set on that Phillies series that starts September 11th because, to me, I know they lost last night, but Philadelphia is one of the more dangerous teams in the National League, in my opinion, and certainly a team I don't want the Braves facing again in the postseason just because I think they're timing this out, this run, very well. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, I, I think those are some things to look ahead for this Braves team. Yeah, <laughs> because he hit you know, on something that I was th- I've talked about all morning. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Miles Garrett, and he is social. Uh, you can follow him, of course, on the uh, Twitter, the X, whatever it's been in the last half hour uh, at Miles Garrett TV. At Miles Garrett TV. Let me follow up on that because you know I- I'm keeping an eye on those guys from Philadelphia too. They came down here and took our lunch money last year. And I think we owe them. I don't want to avoid them. I, I want to play these guys, but I want us to have our eyes wide open. And know that because we had this wonderful season, when you get to October, man, it's all zeros. It's all zeros when you get back to October. So, yeah, I'm like, bring them. And, uh, and, and you know, of course, we have our guy that we think is in the driver's seat for the, uh, for the MVP award, especially, you know, the showdown and on the same field with Mookie Betts this weekend. He's the leader for that and should get it. But they got a guy up there that they think that most seasons is a contender for it, too. I want to play them dudes. And I want to beat those guys, but I want us to have our eyes wide open, man, because um, you know you're right. They're, they're getting hot at the right time, and by the time they get around to October, we're probably going to end up facing them. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, again, you know, I lo- always reference 2021 when people ask about you know baseball and how it can work because the Braves were 500 at the break, and you know they really didn't even crack that 500 mark till late in the season. They caught fire at the right time and made that World Series run. You look at the Phillies. They did almost the exact same thing last year, albeit to a different extent with the wild card because the Braves came in hot at the end of the season and won the division. So, yeah, you hit the nail right in the head. It's all about how you come into the postseason, whether you're hot, whether you're not. That's why I wasn't very concerned with the Braves, and they had sort of that cold streak coming out of the all-star break. Like, oh, is this going to be a sign of things to come? No, it's, it's a matter of, Baseball is the most streakiest sport outside of golf, I think, that uh, that you can possibly play. And it's all about how you enter the postseason. And I do think that experience matters when it comes to those types of things. The Braves, I think, have the most experience out of anybody outside of maybe the Dodgers with postseason experience. The Phillies are relatively new to that. So I think that that will do nothing but help them when October does roll around. Do you see uh, you seen Miles lately on TV when he's doing this far? He was polished. I saw him yesterday. He was. He was just too. It was like he was. It was almost like he was AI. Ooh. He was. He was that Whoa. polished. Wow. He was that together. 
to that and, level. Yeah, man, he had no hair out of place. The tie was perfectly straight. Everything was working. It was. I just noticed that was the word I thought of. Anyway, Miles Garrett, Fox 5, joined <laughs> Sam McGregor. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Listen, Ronald Acuna and, or Bryce Harper, they're not going to be pitching. Give us your thoughts on the two staffs as we approach this uh, proceeds playoffs coming up and, and which one you feel has the um, upper hand. The Braves compared to the Dodgers, is that what you're asking? No, 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 Philadelphia. Oh, to Philadelphia. Oh, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I do think the Braves are in excellent position right now as far as their pitching staff, and I do think compared to to Philadelphia, I think it's better. I think they're pitching well at the right time. I think that's the biggest thing is that Charlie Morton specifically, I think, is going to end up being an X factor for this rotation going forward because that's the whole reason you bring a guy like that to come back at his age and pitching the way he is. You know what you're going to get in Max Fried. He's your unquestioned ace. We saw that again this Dodgers series. But Charlie Morton, I think, is that guy who can sort of bring that consistency, that reliability come postseason time. You know, you, you want to see Bryce Elder match that consistency once again that we saw early in the season. He's been sort of hot and cold. Um, and then, of course, Spencer Strider is another guy you can typically depend on to get you through six, five innings who could maybe very well make a run at the Cy Young Award. So all that being said, I do think they'll hold the advantage over Philadelphia there. Um, Their pitchers, you know, you got Tywin Walker pitching today against the Padres and then Michael Lorenzen, you know, some guys with relatively high ERAs. I know Walker's got a pretty good win total. I think he's covering around 15 or so wins. So they do have some boys there in that, uh, in that room. Um, Excuse me. I believe Walker may be pitching tomorrow, not today. Um, But, uh, Compared, if, if we're comparing pitching staff specifically, I would take the Braves any day of the week. Fantastic stuff, folks. Always great catching up with this guy, getting his thoughts on the Braves. Of course, we'll be talking to him also about Falcons next week as we get set for the first yeah, game buddy. with them. But want to get your thoughts about what happened over in Athens yesterday. I know you also do uh, a lot of work covering the dogs for Fox 5. Um, things go pretty much the way you thought they would. I think the running games, you know, struggled a little bit and were hit and miss, and then they finally got things rolling. Yeah, I know we talked about that last night on our Bulldogs final show, um, and it, I think the biggest thing was the fact that coming out offensively, I don't know if it was maybe, you know, because it, it's, it's interesting if you want to treat a game like that sort of as a de facto preseason game to sort of work out some kinks and work out some some nuggets that you aren't quite sure of yet. I think that was a big thing because you're right, that that very first half, Things were very slow offensively. It seemed like the the play design was a little vanilla. It seemed like the running game, like you said, couldn't quite get going. Carson Beck wasn't seemed like the the only thing that seemed like a sure thing really in that first half was Brock Bowers. It seemed like every time he touched the ball, it was a first down or a touchdown. But it really opened up in that second half, which was expected. You assume the best team in the land with all their depth and all that is going to open things up once they get their feet wet a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I'd certainly like to see Mike Bobo maybe open up that playbook a little bit more. I heard some boo birds there at the beginning of the game that fans Ooh. were already displeased. And what? Oh, I ain't hear no boo birds. Oh, really? Man, yeah. Oh, man, I could hear it on the TV. Well, maybe I got there late because I didn't watch the whole game. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you know dog fans when it comes to patience and perhaps – Mr. Mike Bobo himself. But, well, but let me, let me uh, ask you something. Let me ask you, is that kind of a product of what's happened the last two years and kind of what happened? I guess we hear about that kind of thing. We used to hearing about that kind of thing in Tuscaloosa, huh? Mm-hmm. When you get in a certain position and you feel like, okay, we're up here at the top and, you know, and we can, we can boo folks. 
I don't know. That, that, that kind of what we're looking at? I, I would imagine yes. I mean, when you've been spoiled the last two years uh, with, with that offense that you've been having, then I, I do think it, it becomes you, you expect that every single season. Uh, that Todd Munkin offense, albeit, you know, as brilliant as it was, you're not going to see that. I mean, just like every, any other team, you're not going to see the 2016 Falcons every single year. You're not going to see things replicated to a certain extent of what they are normally are, you know? So uh, th- that being said, Mike Bobo has had a very successful run as an offensive coordinator, specifically at Georgia. I do think Mike Bobo kind of got the, you know, hit on a lot when it came to Bulldogs fans, you know, kind of giving him grief his first few tenures um, in Athens and sort of the offense he ran because they were putting up points. So I, I do think some patience should be expected. It's new personnel, new players. He's getting acquainted with the players. The players are getting acquainted with him. So I do think it may take a little bit of time, but I, I have no doubt that uh, they should pick up some steam when as the season gets rolling along here. Hey, um, Miles, before we let you go here, and, and not the guys over in Tuscaloosa, who else in the SEC has got your attention uh, this upcoming season? Well, I really – specifically, I, I, I want to see it today. It's LSU. Um, when they're playing Florida, I was very thoroughly surprised uh, by how they performed last year, making it all the way to the SEC championship. I'm a big Brian Kelly believer. I used to work in uh, South Bend for two years, so I got to work with him quite a bit. I don't think people understand how hard it is to win at Notre Dame. And seeing what he did last year, having some recruits that he wasn't able to have before in South Bend, I do think that LSU is poised to make a little bit of a run these next few years because of their coaching, their personnel. Jaden Daniels is the real deal. And just because of, I think, of everyone else in the SEC. Florida's not doing anything. Uh, Alabama is always going to be Alabama as long as Nick Saban's there. We're not going to discount what they do. But I do think that there is a quiet little storm brewing down there in Baton Rouge. I'm a big believer in LSU, and I'm excited to see what they can do against FSU today because of the hype around them as well. So I think it'll tell a lot about those two teams today. Were you expecting more from Florida and Utah? I think some people were expecting to see them, you know, get get, get a win in that game. Well, here's the thing. I, I work with uh, three Gators at my office, and they kind of give me Yikes. some insight, some oh inside info as far as the, oh, oh the Gators are concerned. <laughs> well, tell them they ain't got much of a season coming because their quarterback came from Wisconsin. Oh, boy. Uh, is that why? Not a big Wisconsin guy? <laughs> what? Well, what, what are they saying? What, what are they saying about the, what, what happened? Just, it might be a little bit more of a rebuilding process when it comes to the Gators. Um, and, again, I'm not going to act like I know as much as they do when it comes to Florida. But uh, losing the way they did against Utah, I mean, let, let, let's not be mistaken. First of all, Utah is a good team. Um, I, I don't think that should be thrown out the window immediately. But that being said, you, you certainly want to see – or you know, I shouldn't say you want to see, but Florida certainly wants to see – themselves get back to a status where they are contending for at least an SEC championship every year. And right now it looks like they're not even close compared to the echelon that, that Georgia, Alabama, and really even LSU might be approaching now. All right. I was reminded that Russell Wilson went to Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Yeah, But he was more there for baseball. That's all right. He's a guy who might be benched this year too, by the way. Well, you hear what's going on out there in Denver. You know, Sean Payton might do anything out there. Hey, listen, Miles, as always, we thank you for getting up and being a part of the show. We are not done tapping into your knowledge and just want to tell you, enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. 
Absolutely. You guys, too. Happy Labor Day. There All you right, go. Sam Miles Garrett, Fox 5, joining Sam and Greg here. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on a Sunday morning. Third day of September, and we're not done with you for the weekend. It is a long holiday weekend. We will be with you tomorrow morning. Yes, we will. From six until ten. And thanking you ahead, of, and Garrett, I think will be with us too. Yeah, yeah. We all gonna be here early in the morning. But just we want to remind everybody, it's a holiday weekend. To yes. be safe, wherever you're doing, if you're gonna get out on the lake, let somebody who's staying on dry land know, know that, that you, you yep. that you're out there, you and know? be very, very careful. It's an amateur weekend. Yep. That's a part of it, too. But yep. I haven't mentioned that as much. Yeah, but I it is. I think I said it yesterday. It is. It is very much that. Amateur weekend. I've but been doing that for so long, I was trying to think the last time if I've added any new holidays to it. But, nah, just the eight. Yep. We have, we have eight. Yeah, but Do I need to run so, them down, everybody, or are we good? Yeah, we, we, we good, but you can run them back if you want to. Why not? Okay, do you, well, actually, I should ask you if no, you remember. You run them back. Or Garrett, if he knows. You, you brought them back. Okay, you got the three hot summer holidays. That's okay. what we're ending. Mm-hmm. So, Labor Day, mm-hmm. Memorial Day, going backwards, and Fourth of July. Yeah. You got New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. You got St. Patrick's Day. You got Cinco de Mayo, and then the last two, Halloween night, mm-hmm. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, times when people uh, who don't normally drink and drive are drinking and driving. Yep, consume boats and, and cons- automobiles. Yep, it's consume larger than number amount, larger than usual amounts of uh, beverages. So be on the lookout for that. Um, you know, we're starting to count down Atlanta United, and we haven't talked a lot a lot about yes. them uh, because the next time they will play will be practically a festival in town. Uh, it is good. They will be giving traffic reports There out. will be traffic reports as, <laughs> as Messi and, and the inner Miami will be here on the, uh, what's the 16th they come in? It's the 16th. 16th. It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you got LSU and uh, Mississippi State playing. So if you can't get in front of a TV, 1130, Mississippi State and uh, LSU have the pregame, kick at 12. Boop. And then followed by yep. Atlanta United yep. and Miami. And that's the thing. And while that's happening here at the same time, I think the 3.30 is the kick for Georgia and South Carolina in Athens on, at, at, at the same time. Yep. It's going to be going on. It's going to be quite a weekend, of course. I the think next the folks are going to be – one of the, will be – there won't be many conflicts. Well, no, no, no. People are going to choose one or the other. But yeah. the next day, remember the, the Falcons are here with the Packers. The next day. So what a weekend. How, gonna, how are you going to spend your cash? What are you going to drop your money on that weekend? Because that's, that's you know, you got your choice. You want to come and see you want dream to... plan? They're not done here either. Yep. And by the way, that Falcons-Green Bay game, that pregame again, of course, right here, 11 o'clock, kick at 1, but then followed by Miami at New England. Mm-hmm. Now, now at, so. the, at the, you know, uh, Atlanta United was on the road um, last night out in Dallas and hoping they were hoping to get back in the win column. And we were hoping we would hear a certain thing from Mike Conti, who was on the call. Yep. We did hear it, but it didn't come out quite the way nah. we, we, we'd like for it to come out. Turning into the central channel and coming forward now into the attacking third. Ahead to Yakimakis. Back heel to Lennon, top of the 18. Back to the left. Here's Almada with a pitch to Yakimakis. Header! Score! Boom, Yakimakis. It counts. And it's 1 1 in the 44th minute. Yeah. He, he, What's wrong he, with that? There's a boom, Yakimakis. He didn't give us the usual, the usual boom, Yakimakis, because he yeah. wasn't sure if he was going to count it or not. Yeah. The, the officiating had been kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. You know, in the match last night, and and uh, he was a little cautious with that, but he, but it, it wasn't. I like that though. But it, it wasn't different versions. Yeah, but what? Yeah, but we used to get that boom, 
Yakamakas and you know it, because he wasn't wasn't sure. He thought they might have called him outside or something, and so you know it wasn't the usual boom yaka. He he got it in there, but it wasn't with the usual fervor that we usually get from Conti. I'm looking at you like that 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 auntie or that relative that go mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. serious. I'm looking. I know you're serious. I'm looking at you because you do the same thing. With my little Steve Harvey look at you like this. Because <laughs> no, folks out there waiting for that for that game days, we'll whatever, get, we, and we'll you don't it, give it to we, them we'll no get, more. We'll get it next Sunday. We'll get that Why are you Sunday. teasing everybody, no, though? Teasing it, you've been doing it for three weeks. You've been putting it off. Come off Actually, Sunday. you've been doing it for longer than that. We have the next, next, next Sunday. There, we'll there's something it. going on here. Yargos Yakumakis now has his 13th goal of the season, and Yago Almado his 14th assist. And But, you know, we leave with a draw. You know what? And people say you want to get three points at home, you want to at least get the one point, the draw on the road. At this stage of the season, I, I want the three everywhere. I want the three home. I want them on the road. I want them on neutral field. Where, where are you playing? I want, I want three points, man. But uh, it was good to go on the road and at least get the two if you didn't get the three. So, you know, that's, that's better, than, better than a loss. And we come back, and now you got to get ready. you got to get ready for this big side show that's coming to town. Um, and and get ready to get ready to perform. We've seen this before. We've we've set records for attendance, you know, in MLS. You know, obviously we've done that in the year that, that we won the MLS Cup. But you know, to have it now uh, with a a player who has just been infused into the league uh, with a team that has been one of the bottom feeders in the league, and all of a sudden they're the biggest attraction wherever they play. Uh, we're going to get a look at that and see how that looks and feels here in a few days. Happy 50th birthday. 50. Damon Stoudemire. Wow. Coach. Mm-hmm. Coach. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet. As we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed. Happy birthday to With Coach. Sam and Greg. All right. Uh, actually, I was going to try and knock these out before I got that, that sounder there. But thank you. And once again, Gear, I, I want to publicly <laughs> thank him because I don't know if he realizes how much I appreciate his input. But... The fact-checking that he has done. Well, I say oh, yeah. fact-checking, but keeping folks straight. Yeah. You have done this show for us. And, I want and, to thank you. And, and on top of that, just being instinctful for some stuff, because we brought up a parade I didn't know the name for, and he wouldn't find the Bud Billiken he, stuff. He, the, he found the parade Bud, and found the name of the from parade. Going, Bud, I came down here to Georgia, he, so I wouldn't have to hear about the Bud Billiken. He played us a little twist and shout and everything there. We said, all right. Uh, so anyway, again, I want, I want to thank him for that. Uh, yeah, man. You know who we lost on this day? Oh, no. Two important, well, everybody's important. Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, yeah. Michael Clark, Green Mile, mm-hmm, Armageddon, mm-hmm, Big Brother, uh, but also Vince Lombardi. Wow. Both of those guys we lost on this day. Okay. Mentioned birthdays to Damon Stottlemyre. Um, Whitey Bulger would have been his birthday today. And by the way, if you haven't seen uh, what's the, the – What's the, what's the movie with him uh, with Jack Nicholson playing him? Um, the Derrick. No. Dearly Departed. Okay. Yeah, The Departed. That's the movie. Happy 58th birthday. You ready? 58. Charlie Sheen. Whoa. Charlie Sheen. Man. Happy 43rd birthday. A lot of guys will know. Make them smile. Jenny Finch. Oh, yeah. Jenny Finch. 43rd yeah. birthday. And one of America's greatest athletes turns 37 today, Sean White. Yes. There you have it there. Today was the day that eBay was founded. Was it? Seriously. Had to be 19, founded someplace. 1995. That's right. Right. Um, yeah. Now, here's the other thing, too. Keeping it local. 
Carolina Panthers played their first game today. The season started. They played, of all teams, the Falcons. Lost in overtime. 23 to 20. But it was 60,000 people watching that game here at the Georgia Dome. Mm-hmm. So, want to throw that. That came out today. Uh, let's see here. Sadaharo O. Hit home run number 756. Wow. To become the all-time home run leader. Yeah, how about that? How about <laughs> he did that? that on his day in 77. We actually can consider him still. When you were a kid, did, did, your, did your father, you know, mother or whoever in the house there that watched soap operas or her stories? My mom didn't watch much. They didn't watch none of that? Well, Search school. for tomorrow? She teaching school. Okay, well, so don't mind. But yeah, she ain't. She ain't Today she was the day, that. though. Frederick Douglass escaped. Really? He escaped okay. on this day from slavery mm-hmm. and disguised as a sailor. Really? 1838. Okay. This was the day. Um, I won't call that insignificant information, but all the other no. stuff was. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what, what we do here. Again, Sam and I will be back with you tomorrow morning. Uh, so wake on up with until us. 6 until 10. Pardon? I said wake on up with us. Yeah. If you can. Did we put a wrap on that Did NIL we? stuff? Because oh, we no. got a, we got a minute or two here, we got to kill here, and before we get on out of here, I just yeah. make sure we covered everything. I think we did. We got some good great responses. I think a lot of people, when we talk about the high school, people think about what you're doing at the at the college level and feel like that's gonna be happening in high schools, and I don't think that's the deal. But once again, if you if you're looking into it or thinking about it, check and see what your high school association, you know, guidelines are. And Georgia's looking to set their guidelines and what it's going to be for it and, and welcome it. I think that's going to happen. Everybody be very, very careful as you're driving around through the city because you're going to see some characters, especially if you're downtown, if you didn't know Dragon Con was going on. You will see characters. You will see some characters, literally some characters <laughs> buzzing around the city here. Welcome to town, guys. Welcome exactly. to Great Everybody to have you here. that's here uh, visiting this weekend. Listen, Ms. Crenshaw, you got yourself a big day today? I'm going to do that. I'm going to watch some HBCU football today. There's yeah. a lot of games. we got the Morehouse game on. That one's going to be televised. Jackson State and FAMU. And then the Red Tails under in the Tuskegee Airmen are uh, going to have Tuskegee against Fort Valadez this evening down in Montgomery, Alabama. Hopefully I'll be watching a brave sweep. Yep. Out there in Los Angeles, those guys get back here and just just put their feet up. One loss. If they win this thing today, one loss on this road trip. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We, we want to get that, you know, we want them to sweep it. Sweep yeah, it. we want to sweep LA, on. yeah. Oh, absolutely. They got the loss. That's the only loss they're going to have. Anyway, Garrett, as always, thank you. Anything you want to bring on here as far as uh, before we get on out? Message you want to pass no, on? No, no. You, you sure? Plug? Anything you want to plug? Come on, man. You got four shows. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, I mean, yeah. what the hell? You're all Let over the know place, where your man. shows are. College football game time coming up next weekend. Yep. High school scoreboard show next Friday. Yep. Falcons fly over next Sunday. You see? See? <laughs> We're rolling, man. He's, when's the Dopey Millennials? When's the next one of those? I don't know. They won't have a time. We'll see. It'll be tough. Time? It'll be tough getting on with off the bench and Dopeys just because of uh, football. All but, football okay. got carrying on. Lots of programming. Lots of things happening. Well, having, Lots of airtime. Having said all that about football coming up next... From the diamond. Yes. yes. <laughs> We're going to be talking some baseball. Grant McCauley is coming up next here. The rest of you have yourself a wonderful day. We'll be talking to you tomorrow on the actual Labor Day and this holiday weekend. Be safe out there and enjoy your time. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the Game, 929 thegamecom And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 